Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. We are live with the man, the myth, the legend, Alan Widman, also known as Hotted89. He is an ambassador of Party Poker. He's also a Big time streamer on Twitch and very involved in Method GG. We're going to talk about all that and more. Alan, you're over in Berlin, I believe. How's it going? Yeah, everything's going good so far. Uh, I'm in Berlin. I've been living here for a few years. And um, it's been good. It's been a good run so far. Uh, I might be planning on moving to another country soon. But uh, I might have some uh, stuff in the works in regards to that. What is that? That's uh, it sounds like, well, I know you, I know you can move around a lot. You just told me you just got off some food poisoning right now, but is Ber- is that the plan to be in Berlin for, for the next future? Like, is there, what, what, what are other areas you've lived that you really enjoy? Is this, is this Berlin? Is this kind of just like, this is home, this is your main hub or, or talk about a little bit of your travel and, and how that all works. Well, uh, with gaming at the moment, uh, the way that, um, I use, I used to handle traveling, I travel, about every three to four weeks to another country. Um, with uh, being an influencer and uh, being a personality, besides being a poker player, I get invited by companies and I get um, flown out to events in order to represent them or showcase their products. So um, there's big uh, gaming conventions all around the world. Um, so that's basically what I do besides streaming. Just uh, schedule is super slammed. I think I did um, 150,000 miles of travel uh, just in um, events last year. And uh, it's 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 quite hard to to juggle everything, if I'm completely honest, but we make it work uh, right now. I'm in Berlin uh, for, like I said, a few years. Um, I am, however, trying to start a content um, creator house, uh, which uh, is something that that is a plan that I've been trying to do or attempting to do for quite a bit. But now it's starting to, like, get an idea and materialize. And um, I really do believe that uh, creating a content creator house uh, benefits everybody as a whole. So um, looking forward to see how that kind of develops and uh, kind of uh, see what comes comes out of there. And so let me ask you with the streaming, because so I think someone that can relate a lot to with very similar with traveling and Twitch, especially since I have to play out of the country when I stream. Um, how, how is that like the setup? How is that? how how does it feel when you when you're like all right i got this event do you lug you have like a set you have your home pc set up and then you have a travel laptop set up or do you lug everything how is that because that that to me is the most annoying thing with traveling and and streaming it's just such a pain to set everything up to lug it around the stress you got to travel with it you don't know where the internet's good a lot of these spots and where you're going like how do you deal with that how do you deal with the travel component of that Oh, I get weird stares at the airport all the time, at least from a check-in counter. Whenever they grab my luggage or like I try to like be a little bit hesitant with it with the with the hand luggage because I literally just cram everything in there, like laptop, keyboard, mouse, everything. Everything's in there. I think I carry like 40 to 50 pounds of luggage uh, on my backpack. And then just I, I just pray to the gods that <laughs> that they don't check my logos. Have you had any, have you had any, uh, sort of horror stories or just like any kind of equipment loss damaged or something that's been, you've had to, you've had to make shift when you get home. Like, have you had any, um, any bits of that where it's been pretty, pretty disturbing? Like, have you had any, any travel nightmares or any type of adversity on the road? 
Yeah, there was one time where um, the check-in counter didn't let me uh, bring my laptop on my on my carry-on because I had too many things. So I had to open my luggage and just uh, I kind of fit as much uh, clothes as I could in between the um, the laptop and, and monitor part, but it still broke. And uh, that really sucks to, to kind of repair a monitor from from a laptop because it's quite expensive and sometimes it's not even worth it that so for sure what talk to me talk to me a bit about your get your experience with um with streaming so you got tell me how did you get into it you were playing video games for i mean you're one of the more more successful i'm mean, gonna take a look here and show people on your your twitch on your your uh, uh i'm sorry on twitch as well as twitter but on the twitch you have almost three hundred thousand followers i mean how long when did you actually go live with hot at 89 and what is hot at 89 what does hot at 89 mean to those what your handle your gaming handle everyone loves you know a poker screen name or a handle what is what is that what does hot at 89 mean and how did it all start for you well so it all started with uh me uh helping out a charity event um it was a big gaming collaboration with uh, one of the bigger YouTubers at the time called Athene. Uh, and he kind of was looking for people that were really, really, really good at the game to help them kind of uh, raise money uh, for charity by playing uh, for the cause. So um, I eventually saw that they were missing one person and they couldn't find anybody. And that was in the same kind of like server as them. Like there's different servers in the game. So I messaged him, hey, if you guys want help, uh, I can help out. I'm one of the best uh, players right now in the um, in the world. And uh, I'm this always... This is at Warcraft? Uh, yeah, Warcraft. Exactly. That's uh, that's where my most uh, accomplish, accomplishments come from. So um, I told him, hey, I'm one of the best players at the moment. And uh, I always love to help out uh, a charity. And um, we did it. Um, he invited me. And eventually we... We played games. We, we, I think it was like a three-month-long event, and we raised a million dollars for charity. Wow. So uh, at that time, I was also um, – I wasn't really doing YouTube. I was – I'm going to be honest. I was a little bit shy <laughs> about YouTube uh, because, like, the Internet is a total beast of its own. Uh, so I was just uh, mainly doing um, private videos and guides for this coaching website to, for players to improve their game. And um, Athene, which was a big YouTuber – he told me, why don't you just start a YouTube channel in front of his live stream with like 10,000 viewers? I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of happy my spot of like just creating videos and just uh, it's my comfort zone. Kind of don't want to leave it. And then he pushed me to create my YouTube channel. And then on that same day, I got um, I think almost 10,000 subscribers. And um, after that, my first video got up to 100,000 views and it all skyrocketed from there. I never expected uh, to get so much support from people. Um, and, um, that's how I kept, uh, I don't know, I guess that gave me enough confidence just, uh, keep putting out content. Yeah. I'm looking right now. It looks like you have a, a large YouTube following as well. hundred and almost 44,000 subscribers. I'm, I'm one of those. Um, talk about the show all craft. This is sort of like a podcast or a weekly you do, you do an overview or what is, what is that exactly? All craft. Yeah. So all craft is, um, a podcast that I created with a couple other content creators, uh, their names are uh, Rich uh, Campbell, which is a host for many big uh, gaming events, and uh, Asman Gold, which is another uh, fairly big broadcaster on Twitch. And um, we created this podcast kind of like out of love for the game. We didn't really see a podcast happening in the community. 
And we figured that creating a podcast would foster uh, help foster a community, kind of helped uh, help the roots a little bit with the game, and um, help the game out in general because uh, the game wasn't in a great shape at that time. Uh, little did we know, the podcast just like exploded. Uh, I think our peak concurrent viewers were almost thirty thousand, which is unimaginable. To be completely honest, I never expected to have thirty thousand viewers on Twitch. Uh, so uh, it's been a huge success. A lot of people. Uh, enjoy this podcast. Um, we've been showcased at large conventions, doing our show live, and um, it's something that I um, that I'm really looking forward to. Kind of expand and uh, try to uh, grow it. It's like a little a little bit of a uh, one of many little projects that I have going on, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of speaking of projects, I mean, you're obviously the crossover between gaming and poker now as a team party poker ambassador. You're on the team online as well as myself. Uh, I know we were talking for a while now and I know you're you're you are a gamer. You're a streamer, but you also are very experienced. You've got some really good success in the World Series of Poker. I know you've you had bubbled one year last year. I believe you went. You made the money. I remember. I had a little sweat of you as well. That was fun. Um, and, and you've got some good experience. And, and I know you're a student of the game. You work hard. You've had some really you know Isildur, some other players, some other guidance, some help. Uh, talk a little, little bit about what poker means to you and what your breakdown between streaming on. You know, even give me like the full breakdown. Like say poker what percent do you plan to stream going forward say from today on for example and and then within gaming is it warcraft world of warcraft like how, how is your time broken up in a pie in, in an ideal scenario what do you see doing podcast streaming playing poker how do you look at that now oh man like uh once i'm once i'm fully recovered from this food poisoning i think my sleep time will be down to maybe 10 or 20 percent and then just like a bunch of divides uh from from podcasts working yeah. on projects and uh, and all the other things is um uh, besides um, streaming, uh, what some people might not know is that streaming is is a whole beast of its own. Like it, it's based like you're running a business. You're you're working on on getting sponsorships. You're talking to companies. Uh, you're you're negotiating deals. It's it's just like you're just doing so many things that a company would have like 10, 20 employees, and you're just like doing it all by yourself. Yeah. Like sometimes you get managers that. That or, or agencies that help you pitch uh, pitch stuff and get you deals for for um, for branded opportunities, but other than that, you're just doing everything yourself. And and besides that, um, I try to one of the, the things that I really care about is being competitive. And um, the fact that poker, like, there's really no ceiling at the moment, I, at least in my opinion, uh, for poker. I think that the person who puts the most effort will eventually be at the top. Um, is something that like is so appealing to me. I would love to just dive in and just put like 40 hours of streaming uh, or of studying a week and just like see how my game develops. Even with studying like five, six hours a week, I see a huge difference. And I'm like, man, what did I punt such, such a thing like last week doing, doing XYZ mistakes in that part? And, and every time I go to the WSOP, I see, um, I'm like, wow, this is a whole different world. Like every time, like from one year to another, I think you told me that um, that you're doing something right if you if you really see if you think that you were a really bad player last year compared to like the current uh, uh, current year that you're playing. So like as long as you keep evolving, I guess like that's the most important thing, and it's one of the things that that keeps me motiv- motivated into playing poker. I, I guess like the first experience that I had was um, uh, I started with Unibet um, uh, as um, uh, as a company, 
and uh, they invited me to one of their events. And uh, their first event, I completely did terrible. Like, I didn't have much idea about poker. I maybe played it at, at, uh, at a beach uh, house with some friends, and we played with, like, uh, peanuts and stuff. And then eventually, um, I don't know, like, 10 years later, I just uh, started, I was invited to this event, and just, I busted in the sit and go uh, out first. And, uh, you know, I, I was like, wow, I did so bad. I kind of have to improve. What is this? So eventually, like, I, I learned, I studied, I watched several streams. Kevin Martin was, uh, was a big uh, inspiration on that. Um, and uh, that's where I won my first uh, sit-and-go, as well as uh, I met uh, Isildur in that one, too. And poker for you, is there... How I mean, for those that are watching from your more so gaming background, how would you say to them, like, how do you describe poker? Like, what, what is what is the attractive forces that bring you to poker uh, that you may want to play less or just, you know, split your time between streaming Warcraft or other games? Like, what, what do you do love most about poker and why do you think it's appealing to people that are more have a gaming background? You know, because I was a gamer myself. Like, I played FIFA. I like playing those first-person shooter games. I was playing Final fantasy as well back in the day some of that type of games you know and then poker gravitated towards and i love it but for you what do you think is something that is appealing um not now or what would you say that people maybe are haven't seen it and they they're coming to check it out why why do you love it so much and why do you think they might like it too i think everybody that i've spoke to um i helped organize these these sit and go events with a lot of uh twitch uh influencers and uh, most of them were just I new to the game. They had no experience. They might have played once with family or so. And uh, they all just loved the game. Like, after each event, they were like, oh, my God, this was such an amazing experience. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. And I think it's just the fact that you can... There's so many components. You can outskill players. You can see the life tells. Uh, you can just put so many things together and get this whole amount of information that uh, wouldn't be able to in another game. But I guess... I guess uh, with gaming related, there is a lot of information that comes um, comes at you that you have to react in milliseconds. I guess in poker, it's not like that. You don't have to like play within like the 10 second, um, unless you're playing a shot clock tournament. Uh, you don't have to play within like 10 or 15 seconds. But um, it, it makes you kind of aware of everything what's going on. And um, and that's one of the things that I've noticed. Like just just kind of like just analyze everything, take a step step back because a lot of people I've seen mistakes. And I think I did that at the beginning is um, I just do rash decisions. Like instead of just like, I just, just either calling real fast or just, uh, or, or doing mistakes like that. And um, eventually after taking a step back, just calm myself down and just realizing like, Hey, you don't have to do that. Just take a deep breath, just analyze the situation and then just um, see what happens there. I think that's one of the things that, that allows gamers to, to, to be quite good at the game. For sure. It's yeah, it's a very intricate game. I mean, it's similar. I would imagine someone who comes in is not just going to have immediate success. If I start playing World of Warcraft tomorrow, you know, it takes time. It's fun to kind of learn and dive into something that there's so many intricacies, so much things that you can do to improve. So it's got to be pretty fun for you to have such success early because, you know, you haven't it's not even playing a ton. You've cashed the World Series main event already. How many tries? Three, two, 
Uh, two. Two only, yeah. So you were close on the first one, cash the second one. That's pretty, I mean, that's, no, that's, that's, there's no feeling like that. That'll get you hooked going deep in the main event. There's, uh, <laughs> there's hard to really find more excitement than that. I want to give a couple shots out in the chat. Sheffield 16, Vajran, of course, in the building. Santiago, Hernandez, Miguel, Chacon says, I'm here, Ed. Kilworth, good to see you, man. Much love. And Miguel Chacon saying, just follow Alan right now. Yeah, so if you guys have questions, we'll try to take a look at those. We have a lot of Twitter questions, which we're going to get to at some point. We are giving away three $22 KO Series tickets from Party Poker. Big shout out to Party Poker, Alan, as well as we're looking here. The newest, one of the newest members to Team Online uh, Party Poker. I myself as well. Uh, we signed relatively in the same time frame. Um, tell me a little bit about your KO plans. Uh, what, what, what do you, what, what type of uh, streaming for poker do you have coming up? Obviously, 12th to 26th of May, 30 million plus guarantees. Pretty amazing. A lot of action. A lot of fun format. The Knockout Series. So that that's going to be a very intense, intense stuff starting here very quickly. Oh man, like the fact that Party Poker, like I love the fact that Party Poker is just putting more and more effort into kind of like making these amazing events. And just um, this time around, I'm, I'm just planning on going all out. I'm kind of, as, twist, as twisted as it sounds, I'm kind of glad I got sick now. So I, I'm kind of like fully recovered for the KO series and I can just put a lot of effort into it because I, what, what um, people don't know is that I usually stream 8 to 10 hours a day. So... When, when big events and when big series come, I usually cut down gaming a bit and just increase the volume of poker. Um, and uh, that's what I'm planning on doing. Like, it's uh, amazing value, great opportunities, and uh, can't wait to play it. What is, is there any events you have on your list that you're uh, targeting? You know, obviously, I would love to, to get a little sweat, get some action of some of the bigger KO event or something. There's... Uh, there's a lot. Is there anything that you have on your plate um, that you think well, that, a, that you've eyed up that you really want to play? Well, one of the good things of well, one of the amazing things of Party Poker is uh, the, their satellite system. So I am planning on on firing quite a few uh, uh, bullets at uh, one of the satellites for making the the 5K event. So hopefully, I get to qualify to one of those. Um, I'm definitely planning on get on on um, getting some 1K events in as well as. Um, Keeping the buy-ins between um, a bit varied between fifty and uh, up to a thousand is my 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 level that I'll be uh, shooting for. Yeah, there's there's some big ones, big guarantees. There's always the SK, the State Kings option as well. I mean, that could be fun for your viewers to get involved with some of sure. these type of big big buy-in, high octane events. That's something to look at. You know, I, like I said, I love to buy sweats myself. So you know, don't be fr- don't be shy to message me. I think it's there's nothing like going deep in man, man like a knockout streamed big guarantee there's there's not much more i can think of more exciting i'm like i'm also i got my son who arrived recently i'm going to be in and out to the bahamas probably go the 12th to the 19th and try to stream every day is my plan and then we'll meet in montreal as well something very exciting so we got the live and online but the live component of that is montreal playground poker on what day do you arrive i know we have that streamer sit and go which is going to be really cool on the 22nd i believe yeah uh i arrive on the 19th i'll be playing um a 1k event uh, I think I believe it's called the open one. Yep. Um, I'll be playing that before the streamers sit and go, and then uh, I might uh, might be firing the. Um, I think it was like a ten k buy-in. I might be firing a ten k buy-in. Which we'll one? See, uh, I have the ten thousand dollar buy-in one. Oh yeah. 
the main event. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. it's Canadian, so we get a little discount Euro USA in terms of that, what it is. But it's like <laughs> it's like seven k or something US. It's gonna be a pretty sweet yeah. event. It's gonna be an absolutely ridiculously big tournament. So that'll be cool. Um, I think it starts well, the twenty first, I believe. And um, you've also talked uh, really uh, really good things about the, the playground casino. So I'm looking forward to check it out that's dude it's it's about it's honestly my favorite stop on tour it's just an unbelievable place montreal though you have been to montreal or not yeah i've been once it's i love it i love montreal i always wanted to go back uh, i went there for a gaming event and um actually my favorite restaurant in the whole world there, so we should definitely go out one of the nights yeah it's it's just it's just silly place it's silly silly ridiculously fun i am looking forward to that i haven't been sleeping a ton it's uh, the baby i'm looking i want to get rested for this ko series and then ride right in it's going to be hard because it's going to be I, those are long days those type of i know how these series go it's like very high intensity everyday playing then we're going to fly right into the mix and get right into montreal but that'll be good that streamer sit and go is going to be a lot of fun i know we uh we talk about what kind of content we can do in the future. The streaming house, like I would love to do a stream house thing. I just don't know the location. I know, is that secret or you're saying you're looking at trying to do some housing stuff, maybe doing some stuff in the future? Do you have some, you got some ideas up your sleeve? Well, I've been thinking of, um, I think the UK is a really good place to, to possibly do a streaming house. If not the UK, I believe Canada is also possibly a really good place uh, to make a streaming house. Obviously it has to work for everybody involved. So it's kind of like a back and forth, but with the right people, I think um, the, the opportunities for a streaming house or a content creator house are huge because you, you just can do a nonstop collaboration. Um, you can appear in someone's video with a snap of fingers. Hey, you want to be in one of my videos? Come here. And then just sit for like 10 minutes and then boom, collaborated. So um, it's, uh, it's really good. To, uh, it has really good potential. Is uh, talk talk to me a bit about method? I'm gonna flash over here. I know SEO Scott, you you're involved heavily. It, it it's one of the largest gaming companies in the world for for uh, I guess I mean is it for a particular game? Or could you maybe talk just a bit more about what that means and what what is method and how what's your involvement? What do they do? Because it's fascinating to me. I mean, this is like you're talking about the. Basically, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world for for esports, correct? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, or, or what, what specifically, um, what games and, and what exactly is Method in your involvement? Yeah, so Method started in 2005 or 2006, I believe. It was founded by Scott at that time. I think he was uh, he was a young guy. He was, I think, I believe, uh, 16 or 17. He started his team in World of Warcraft and. Um, all up till 2015 is when Method kind of decided to just branch out and go uh, go big or go home. And uh, they started just uh, recruiting teams. They started expanding in different games. And um, we've seen a massive growth in the past uh, past year from Method. Uh, Method is now uh, the largest, uh, one of the largest um, youth teams on Twitch in Europe. Uh, we have, like Method has about over 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, there are events that we are starting to produce. We, we recently had one in London um, at the Red Bull Gaming Sphere, and that event had um, its peak was about two hundred and seventy-five thousand concurrent viewers. Two hundred seventy-five thousand viewers were on Twitch during this at the one time. Yep. On this, that's I mean that's one of the biggest ever on Twitch, probably right. Got, got to be right up there. Yeah, definitely in the top ten. Yeah, and it's crazy considering that that we 
we hosted it as an organization and 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 we didn't have a million dollar budget but we still made it amazing obviously red bull did help us out quite a bit um but uh it's uh, it's great to see those plans come to fruition and and do amazing because uh it just motivates us to to keep doing better and uh to to keep growing the company and what's your role specifically with them what so i do i do business development um uh, try to find opportunities for method um to go in and uh, just um Kind of a lot a lot of behind the scenes stuff uh with method nice that's uh yeah it's a strong organization i know i met scott through you as well seems like a really nice guy really motivated hungry uh focused so that that's pretty exciting how, how has it been for what are your compadres your friends your your family what do they think about you with poker like when you said i'm signing with party poker i mean is that a is that something that the gaming do, do people sort of i would think it's less of a shock in general like poker to people in the gaming space right because it's a game there's, there's like a component of money but how, how do the two correlate? Like, how is the two? Are people like, oh, it's gambling, it's scary, or like, that's cool, that's fun, I want to learn? Or what's been some of the feedback with you saying to your friends and family that you're you're going to be working with party poker and that you play some poker? Well, one of the things that I was really um, happy was uh, my parents' reaction. They've been super supportive ever since they they saw. I mean, um, I, I, before gaming or like before taking gaming serious, I used to study electronic engineering. And um, I kind of took a break on my last year of school. I don't recommend it <laughs> to, to pursue gaming full time because I saw an opportunity that I just couldn't pass up. Uh, and, um, and it all skyrocketed from there. My parents weren't so happy, but after they saw that uh, everything was growing and I could kind of like support myself, uh, they've, been, they've been amazing. Like they just, I guess they, they want the best for you. Like they want your best for your kids as a, as a parent. So I do understand. And yeah. uh, when, whenever they saw that uh, I was sponsored by Party, like, so my parents stalk Twitter all the time. <laughs> so they're on Twitter and just, like, they have notifications on. And when they see me tweet something, uh, they're just, like, they're the first people to message me on Facebook or something. They're like, oh, what happened? Are you okay? Or, like, oh, congrats on this and that. Looks beautiful. I'm like... Thanks. Thanks, Dad. Like, I, I didn't know you actually watched the post. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is cool. I think that's one of the fun things about streaming and gaming. You know, it's hard. People keep up with family and friends. Like, if people get kids. People get older. They move, you know, different things. But we, it's actually... Uh, a fun way for parents or to close friends to kind of keep in touch, like especially with Twitch, where you can actually talk. You know, your you can, parents can pop in. Your brother, you have a br one brother, is that correct? Yeah, I have one brother. He lives with me right now in Berlin. Oh yeah, that's I was gonna say. How are you? How close are you? But that's pretty close. You guys live together, so he must love the. He loves that. Loves that you're what you're doing and supports you, and you guys have a good relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we support each other. Uh, he studies at uh, the one of the universities here in Berlin, and. Um, we're extremely close because uh, we moved. Uh, we both moved from uh, South America. I, I was born in Venezuela and grew up in Venezuela for um, until I was twenty twenty three. Wow, Caracas, then, right? Yeah, Caracas. Correct. And um, I eventually had an opportunity with gaming, uh, and uh, I decided to visit the U.S. for a couple months. And then I was like, and then I had basically this 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 decision in in my roadmap where it was okay. Uh, you have to make a choice do you want to go back to south america and kind of reset and just make videos instead of streaming or try to go and take a chance uh with all the money you've saved up from kind of like those coaching videos and just uh go to germany and just see what happens i like i had i think i believe like 
enough to sustain myself for for possibly a year, a little bit over a year. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So I just uh, I had one one suitcase, and with that suitcase, I my brother had a really tiny apartment, and he took me in. And then after my streams kept growing, uh, I told my brother, you know what? Let's get a bigger place. And then we've kind of been feeding off each other and just uh, help us. Um, we've been helping uh, each other grow, which has been it's it's amazing to have a family member. You're, you're 26 now. No, I'm uh, 30. I'm sorry, 30. Okay, so 23. So you, or you lived in Venezuela till 20. When did you actually start your stream? When did you go live with Hot at 89? Oh, man. So I went live uh, with Hot It in 2011. But you have to understand that... Actually, you probably do know that internet in South America is rough. Oh, man. Um, I, <laughs> I was paying, I was paying, I think, $150 for um, five, five uh, megabyte down and 0.6 up and uh, whenever i wanted to upload a video i i had to basically pick up at 6 a.m leave it uploading go to the university and then it would be almost done by the time i came back which wow. <laughs> so that was a grind that was a grind for about a, a year plus but that helped me grow my youtube channel helped me grow my socials and and that it got me in a good place. Yeah, I think that's one of those situations where you start thinking about like it sounds so bad or it's like, man, this is not ideal. But a lot of times yeah. there's a lot of benefit that comes out of situations that you have to go through adversity. You have to learn. You have to struggle and you get to appreciate things. But you also it can again, it can be a blessing. I was just talking. I see Andres uh, Frill in the chat. I was on his podcast earlier today You know, talking about when Black Friday happened. I remember as a USA player when I couldn't play online poker anymore for a while. I was like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Not everything's ruined but then it like forced me to play more live to travel more to get into some other things and sometimes you can take a negative and turn it into a positive um stuff like that where you know it's like you take for granted someone who has great internet great setup everywhere maybe they, they may not be able to they might not get some stuff done or accomplish other things or have to push through or they may just say uh, you know they may not really get to appreciate the process so i, I think that's a good example of what you just said of sometimes something that looks like a struggle or looks like, um, you know, a bit of a negative thing that can actually be a positive. So, you know, on your development, I think that may be a, a blessing looking back on it. Um, yeah. So do you go back? Do you ever, when's the last time you're back to Venezuela? Actually, since uh, 2013, basically my parents uh, don't allow me to go back to Venezuela. Um, ended up moving to Houston about two and a half years ago. They, my dad got um, transferred uh, and, um, um, ever since then, basically the country has been in really bad shape. Uh, and, um, basically I just, um, there's even a struggle to find flights to get to Venezuela. So it's, it's just, um, a really sad place at the moment. Really? What, when you say what, like the struggle of flights, what, just cause it from, it just, there's not a lot of them or it's just like, it's, it, um, it, so, so the airlines are like, uh, the government is in a huge debt with, um, uh, with airlines because, um, there's, uh, some, there's uh, not enough, uh, it's like, they're like a huge debt uh, and they can't uh, kind of like, uh, a, like, let me put it this way. So uh, the government is a huge debt because there's not enough dollars to supply the demand. Uh, and uh, uh, the whole currency exchange system in Venezuela is broken. And uh, a lot of things are going on in Venezuela that basically made airlines kind of push back and say, all right, instead of doing five flights a week, we'll just do one. And then some airlines even said, you know what? Venezuela is just not worth it at the moment. We're out of here, <laughs> which is wow. really sad to see. Um, so, I mean, 
uh, in order to fly find flights there, I sometimes fly out um, my cousin and other family members to to visit, or or I try to help them as much as I can. Uh, but uh, it's, it's really hard. Jeez, yeah, no, I, I have heard there's been a lot of. It's, it's it's difficult times the currency and the inflation and other things there so that's um yeah hopefully that that gets kicked back in the right direction and things start moving forward there that's uh i mean was the experience there was there were you playing a lot of games growing up like was that did you, did you have a background in board games video games and all that or was it like how when you how did you what made you like spur you said you became the best warcraft player in the world or one of them you were you, you were one of the elite players what how many hours were you playing and when did you start playing that? How, what age? Oh, so I played games uh, all my life. I remember uh, when I was uh, three years old, I went on my dad's PC and I played Prince of Persia. I still remember that because <laughs> that was my first game. And I, I, I don't remember everything, but I do remember snippets of, of me sitting down and playing Prince of Persia and trying to beat it. Uh, and um, ever since then, I've just been a fan of video games. I have all the Nintendo consoles and then... Eventually, I did. Um, there was a land center uh, because getting computer parts. <clears throat> sorry, getting computer parts in Venezuela was also a struggle because nobody would uh, import stuff. Um, so uh, I didn't have a PC, so I went to a land center with a bunch of friends all the time to kind of game, play Counter Strike, and play other games. And then that slowly allowed me to transition uh, into computer games. And then now I just can't go back. Now it's all about the computers. Yeah, that's nah, that's uh, that's amazing. That's so fun. It's fun looking back on the journey and how it's all progressed. I mean, it really is a crazy time now with Twitch and squad mode. Hopefully, we can do some squad mode uh, during the the KO series. Maybe the twelfth to the nineteenth. Um, set our delays. I'm gonna do mine at five minutes. That would be a lot of fun. I, I have you done squad modes yet with any other streamers or poker? Yeah, I've actually done some uh, with uh, with Jamie and Matt, and also. Um, dramatic region so i'm really hoping to keep doing them uh and um just uh keep helping each other out build each other up because that's what a team's about right like uh want to help each other succeed and uh that's something that um everybody the team online is is um is really good at doing it for sure there i haven't done other. the squad modes yet i'm looking forward to it i don't full i get it i just don't know i mean it looks pretty straightforward you said it's ideal to have the same delay but then you can basically look at different screens at once and click quickly and switch in and out and you can even talk it's if you're in squad mode you're not connected by voice right or are you and then you hit mute are you are you immediately connected or is that through like discord you would connect via or is it or do you is it right within squad mode you're like automatically connected mute but you can no. Uh, with squad mode, um, you'd have to individually connect to Discord. And then after being in squad mode, you go into Discord and just talk with, uh, about whatever you want to talk about. And I think it's really cool because um, um, there's sometimes is that um, time on, on, on poker where like maybe nothing too excited, uh, exciting is happening or just uh, you're just not getting any hands. So if you just chat with people or chat with um, uh, other friends about how the tournament's going, et cetera, et cetera. It just uh, helps you stay focused and keeps you in a good mood. For sure. I, yeah, we'll definitely do that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Is What games do you like to play on? If you're not playing poker, you're not playing World of Warcraft, what are the, what other games that you enjoy playing? I, I know we were talking, you had an in-game poker game within, it looked like GTA or one of the one of the game role play. Like what, what's, uh, what was that about? I saw the other day. <laughs> so I was playing uh, a game called uh, Grand Theft Auto. Game has actually been uh, out there for a long time, but 
I used to play. That took up my junior year of high school, I believe. I'd probably be better at poker and more further along if I did. I played so much <laughs> GTA. Uh, I forget if it was San Andreas or what back then, but that game was, man, the game's crazy. I can't even imagine it now. I don't even want to see it, how realistic and how, how insane it probably is. But, yeah, I'm very familiar with GTA. Definitely a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful game. Uh, now they have a private server feature, which I kind of allows communities to be created. And... Um, there's an aspect called role playing, which basically you just create a life in the game and just uh, um, just cre- act accordingly, right? Like you have your weaknesses, your strengths, and just uh, just try to make the best of uh, of your in-game life. As as funny as that sounds, but uh, it uh, it definitely adds like a little tone of realism that it's uh, that makes it quite intense and fun, and uh, a lot of viewers are enjoying it. So uh, as long as they are enjoying it, I enjoy it too. Um, and what about uh, what about sports teams? Who do you like? Are you a, do you support any football teams like as in soccer or, you know, you're, you live in Berlin right now. You got, you know, I would imagine there's some either you're a fan of of some of those sports there. Some of the soccer. Or who's your team? Do you have a team? Oh, man. So I played I played soccer for about uh, like from when I was seven until I was 19. Oh. South America. OK. And um, I. I love Bayern Munich. I love like um, also Manchester United when when David Beckham and um, all the other guys used to play that like the Neville brothers. That was a huge duo. That was that, those were some iconic iconic uh, players that I really loved supporting and watching. For sure, that's no. That, those are some those are some big names. I think I think there's uh tried. I went to Bayern Munich. I went to a game there. It was pretty pretty electric. I've gone to. Uh, I've gone to a bunch of sporting events, and I will say the European football scene is just, it's something like nothing else. I mean, they really do go passionate, and, and it, it's, it's a cool spot. I think, um, I think Montreal may have some games while we're there. They have a, the MLS is getting pretty big. I don't know. It'd be fun to go to a game while we're in Montreal. It's hard, though, with poker. It's hard to time it playing live the days <laughs> when it is, but maybe we get a day off. The streamer sit and go we're doing, I don't know if the guests are confirmed, but you and myself will be playing on the 22nd. I know with a few others for sure. I don't, I don't know if we can name all the names. That's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, that'll be a good event for the Twitch and for, for everyone to take a look at. I think it'll be streamed uh, like short delay. And that's going to be on the 22nd. I don't know what time, actually. I'm not sure of the day, but that's going to be that'll be good to to play. I think you're you're the one helping to set that up. Yeah, it's something great. Everybody has has fun. And and basically my goal with these sit and goes is to show people how fun the game is. Um, It's something that that some people might not given might have given it a chance. But once they realize how, how how much fun people are having, how how entertaining it is uh, that uh, they will give it a shot and, and try it out. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Is, is, there, is there something that you would say in poker is the most exciting? Like the biggest difference when you stream, when you go, when you're like, I'm going to go stream poker today. Versus I'm streaming gaming. Do you have any different preparation? I, I did read somewhere. I think you do some meditation work. You try to meditate 20 minutes before you play. Is that when you stream or is that when you play poker or both? Would you say for the meditation side? Well, as far as meditation goes, um, I try to do it mostly for for life events. Um, that's something I would really love to start incorporating. Uh, one of the things, though, is that I, I do start with gaming usually and then... I transition over to poker when I'm when I'm on Twitch, um, kind of like to show my community that I'm around and to, to also show them that 
Uh, hey, okay. And now we did our gaming portion. We're going to switch to poker. And um, usually a large part of the community just stays and, and just hangs out and ha <clears throat> has fun. So I try to do that. Um, I, I think meditating is an amazing thing, uh, especially for, for live events. It's, it's helped me quite a bit. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really nice to get your thoughts um, and like uh, just um, angled and just uh, allow you to focus on what's happening in the day. And, and I, I mean, the mind component is one of the biggest things in pokers. I, I, so I did a 10 day meditation course where I had no writing, no, no cell phone, no reading, no communication. Wow. It was pretty crazy. Would you be open to something like that? Like, do you think that's something like to take it to an extreme or, you know, it's, I have a hard enough time sitting still for 10 minutes and like, I, this is, I don't know if I could, I'm trying to imagine doing it now. I did this a couple of years ago and it was very difficult for me, but you know, I really believe in meditation. It's something that it seems so simple but I don't do it. Like today, I didn't do it. I want to do it every day. It's like, why? It, it, to me, it's kind of alarming. If you, do, if you can't take 15 minutes and meditate, like if you don't have 15 minutes that you can just like get it done, like it sort of means maybe you're doing too, like you're a little overloaded. And that's how I feel. I'm sure you feel the same. I can't imagine. I, th I, I think yourself is like a 4X version of me. And I know my, I have my hand in a lot of different projects and ideas, but I know just from like talking with you and I know how many things you do and stuff you spearhead project wise. So uh, do you ever feel like, do you ever feel kind of just like, man, this is like, like you just got sick for four days. Like that has to be hard to kind of catch up as well. Cause you got, I'm sure you missed streams that you had assigned. You probably had a podcast you had to miss. I know we rescheduled ours. That was my fault with Brazil um, already, but it's hard, man. Cause you want to do all this stuff, but it's like, at some point you're just like, all right, I got 40 discord messages. I got to get on these calls. I got method stuff. I got party thing. I'm traveling now. Like, I mean, do you, can you talk about delegation? Because again, I was on a podcast today talking about this. Do you delegate well enough? Do you have assistant manager? Talk me through your team. Who? What makes Alan Widman operate? Like you probably take on too much, like myself. But do you? Is that something you're working on? Are you good at delegating? Do you wish you need more? Can we give a call to action? Is there is there roles that you need to fill? What's happening? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm probably the worst person at delegating. I I try to. Uh, grab as many projects as I can because they seem fun and entertaining. And um, towards the end, I just uh, end up sacrificing sleep or sacrificing anything else but time uh, on the projects, which um, is not the most optimal thing for sure. And I do think that expanding um, uh, is uh, definitely the way to go. I have a manager who kind of helps me negotiate some deals and then I have... Um, I have um, it's called I have a, a video editor that helps me out with editing. So that's a, a really good start. Now uh, I think uh, I guess like an assistant producer or something like that would be great to have um, eventually to just uh, kind of discuss it day by day. But I think like I think for that position, I think I'd like it to have uh, like someone local or someone that um, just like come come by the house or something for like a couple hours and just uh, help sort things out and just um, I resume the streaming plans for the day. Someone that like be organized. I love it. I'm going to look, I'm looking here at some questions. I'm going over to, 
Twitter, and I, I we have, there's a lot, and there's a lot I of really, a lot of really nice questions. There, there is. That's the thing. I wanna, I wanna break it up. Let me just look over here. We are gonna give away. I said fifty five dollars. We're gonna make it sixty six. We're gonna do three twenty two dollar tickets. We'll let Alan give those away. It is for the KO series on Party Poker. We'll we'll go ahead and do a random tweet draw for three of those. We're gonna scroll through, try to answer some of those. I wanna ask you before we start getting into that. Um, what what advice would you give to someone who wants to be a streamer, a gamer, whether it's not necessarily poker, but if they said, say, hey, you know what, I want to get on Twitch, I want to start streaming, what would you say with some of the stuff that you've learned in your experience now, what would be some advice you would give to someone starting right now? Uh, okay, so I see a lot of people crash and burn uh, when uh, whenever they kind of like give up everything to be a streamer right now. Uh, the stream market is quite saturated, and... Um, some people like obviously with poker. If um, I do poker as a main profession, then uh, you have a way to support yourself, right? Like uh, you have your game, and you're actually showcasing your skill um, and um, multi-table management to, to the whole audience, and that's how you grow your community. But if you're a gamer, for example, and you put your your daytime job in order to to just become a full-time streamer, then um, that's not an optimal, situ- optimal situation to be in. Absolutely. So I say always have a back plan. I have seen some people uh, in the poker industry say that if you want to go full time in poker, uh, I believe you have to have up to like eight months to a year worth worth of uh, savings in order to give it a try. And um, I think that's that makes sense. Like you don't want to like just. I mean, you don't you don't want to go broke. I mean, uh, and and just uh, in a really bad situation uh, just by just choosing the wrong games or just uh, planning poorly. So definitely be good at management and um, kind of know your limits of every, uh, with everything. That's great advice. Um, would you say now, what would make, what would you say would make a great streamer? If you have, like, give me a understanding of how hard it would be to break into, you know, cause I have a relatively good idea in poker how hard it is to just start a stream out of nowhere. You know, it depends, I guess, if, you, if you're sort of a well-known player or not. That's going to help if you have some, you know, ability. But let's just say you're like a good Warcraft player. I don't know if Warcraft's the right game. Let's say, I don't know, give me a game that's sort of popular, but maybe not, uh, what's the one called, Fortnite. What, what's something else that's kind of cool, maybe newer, even like a brand new game where people are looking for streamers. Like, what, what would make someone be able to separate themselves and break into the game? Like, in poker, it's like deep runs, right? Like, if someone won the Party Poker KO Series Sunday main oh. event, they're going to have a huge uptick. Yep. But, like, other than deep runs, like, it's, it's a bit out of your control. Like, what's something that, like, personality-wise, equipment-wise, is it, what are some, like, tricks or cool things you can do to kind of help your stream grow quickly or, or uh, do that's entertaining? Like, what, would, what are some, that, what are some attributes of, of a stream? that you would say are very important well uh one of the things that one one of the biggest things that i think uh are that are really important right now for to kind of be successful is one find a game or a category that is not extremely saturated because you see these games like fortnite and the top let's say like the top 20 streamers have like 15 1500 viewers so in order to get noted like no uh notice there good luck <laughs> so I mean, uh, the poker category I was telling people is uh, the best category right now. Breakout. Uh, it's uh, it's something that um, that there is a lot of empty slots. Um, I would recommend people to look and to kind of plan out. Okay, this time slot is completely free in the day. 
we don't have any big streamers on you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna give it my all i'm just gonna try it out and um and plan accordingly and try to just uh make sure that when I, when i stream all the big dogs are not streaming and then people will eventually gravitate to my stream because there's nobody known to watch and i think that's it's one of the most important things uh selecting selecting games uh and knowing what kind of um uh what uh what time to stream i think also as far as equipment you don't need to do anything fancy i started streaming on a laptop and um eventually started building up my equipment there i had had uh i had my laptop i had one monitor i had a webcam and i have a mouse keyboard headset that's about it and then i just uh, i streamed with that for about a year and then i slowly started upgrading i built my desktop and then from then on i kept uh upgrading and upgrading and trying to uh perfect it so i mean just um finding preparation and um finding the right opportunity i like that that's great advice yeah for sure you don't well it's hard it's like king of the hill youtube you know people it doesn't matter about who's putting videos up or whatnot but on on twitch it does matter you got you go into a category there people are going to grab new people coming in looking they're going to go to the top spots they're not just going to go down and find a you know that, that's how it works it's sort of it is king of the hill for for uh the most part um let me see i think we're gonna we got a lot of questions so i want to make sure we get to answer those because we did see some good ones i want to take a I want to pull up the party poker lobby just to talk a bit about what's coming up here. Uh, so the 12th, that is Sunday. There's a, that starts with the 215 KO series eight max, which looks pretty sweet. Are you, are you going to be firing all this? Is there any, let's see, there's a, there's a, the Sunday, there's the, there's million dollar guarantees. There's a one K. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff, man. Are we going to be able to get some action? Can I get a little taste? Can we do a little, a little something? <laughs> Can I get a little bit here? Talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, we might, um, you know what, we might set up that, uh, that staking's account now finally and just see what, uh, what we can do there. Uh, I think, um, staking's is a good, uh, good way to kind of like just keep everything under control and neat and just, uh, you get a chance to kind of, uh, sell your action to kind of like your community or just like to, to people that want to sweat. So definitely looking forward to setting that up. Yeah, I think that would be cool. But like I said, don't shut me out. I, you can, you can, I got you. Uh, I got you. you know, I got to get some action myself. I don't want to, I can't let it all go to stake Kings. I got to, you got to at least give me first crack <laughs> at some stuff and some of those, those big events. I know I, I'm going to have action up on there as well. I think it is just the best way to interact with the community um, and have people buy a piece. I know I got stuff up for Sunday as well. So that's cool, man. We'll, uh, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll talk a little more about that. I'd like to have a piece, I think in the schedule on Sunday, I, I saw the main event here. I'm just looking, I know they got the, they got a million dollar one. They got a couple, like 200 at the three. Oh, that's the one, the 320 gladiator. That's the one you want. I mean, that's, that's a million dollar guarantee, $300 buy-in. That's, that's juicy. Oh, I'm hundred percent playing that event. That's like, it. There's so much value. That's a sick, sick one right there. I know there, there, this is literally two weeks of ridiculous action, but I, I know on that day there's uh yeah, they got a lot. There's a lot going on. So we'll be, we'll be look out for Alan hot at 89 on, uh, the twitch streets i know i'll be streaming we'll do some squad stuff we're gonna have a ton of ton of ton of fun doing that that's gonna be good man it's been a while i miss i miss streaming i got to play a bit i've had some internet issues i'm getting my stuff all set up in the bahamas officially with the right internet connection so i'm gonna be right there with you we're gonna make some memories but let's uh Let's pop over. Let's make sure we get these in. We're already close to an hour. I know you're just recovering from a cold, and I want to make sure we go. 
over some of these. I think you've scanned some of these questions, correct? You've looked some. There's some really good ones. Um, so let's talk about that. Let's let's go through here. I know it looks like you played soccer back in the day. How did you decide to quit? Um, well, basically, uh, like I said before, I was studying um, electronic engineering. And ever since I went to university, that just consumed my life. Uh, I just, I was going, so the university I was going away, like I was going to, was about an hour and a half away. Like just an hour drive without traffic. It sounds like a nightmare, but in Venezuela and South America, you usually live with your families until you're basically married. Uh, you don't, it's, it's so for some people it might be hard to understand, but you don't really get your own place until, until you're established. That's how Brazil is too. That's my bad. People live in yeah. Brazil. It's just cultural. Like they live literally till they're married with their family. That's how it goes. Exactly. So, uh, so I, my parents' house was, was an hour away. I, I drove there. So every time like with traffic, it would be an hour and a half. And then uh, I would go there at 6 a.m., come back at 7 p.m. I was just basically just destroyed. <laughs> so and, and a little bit overwhelmed with studying and everything combined that I just kind of uh, decided to take a break from soccer. It's, it's, it's a game that I love. It's, it's a beautiful game. Um, so uh, hopefully I can, I can pick it up at some point soon. It's yeah, it's it is. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun. I got a another interesting. So Cubans, thanks for that question. Santiago Hernandez asking more of a strategy poker question. Congrats on team private question. What is the range that you use with 20 big blinds close to the bubble? That really helped me. Thank you. Santiago Hernandez asked, you know, Santiago, he's asking you a specific poker question. Well, like close to the bubble, you want to to tighten up quite a bit. Obviously, depends on what how, how big the stacks are behind you. But, uh, um, I mean, you also have to, like I said before, poker is a game of uh, many tendencies. So if you see that the opponent, opponent is playing tight, you can maybe exploit, exploit it and just um, shove a little bit lighter if you know that they're going to fold or if they have a short stack that they're trying to make the money. A lot of components that go into it. But I would say um, if making the money is really important to you, then I would say definitely play uh, a lot tighter and uh, just... Um, select the hands that you that you would like to shove uh, carefully i love this santiago man i'm supposed to be the poker pro you got alan you're asking alan strategy <laughs> questions we got one of the top youtube twitch we got gamer superstar in the house you got you're asking him poker questions man what's wrong with you guys come on man. <laughs> what's going on over here all right um that's a nice answer uh we have a question is the rail coal fire bistro playground poker or park sushi better place to eat after you win a tourney that's a funny tournament or funny question uh about that i i i think alan you haven't been to playground right so i'm gonna have to probably no, i'm looking one. forward to it yeah so i gotta give playground a shout out for their food it's unbelievable service really truly really? like you'll see it they put like there's there's literally on the chairs they have a thing that comes up and and the dealers hit like a button i've never seen it any other place it's genius so like when you need food yeah. service it's not like yelling floor or people come by like literally there's a light so like and they just come right over it's fast i mean i'm telling you thought of everything it's crazy but i you can't beat park sushi i'm sorry the food at playground no is not better than park sushi sushi we just had chef antonio park world-renowned canada's top chef on the podcast the last episode so i gotta go with his food over playground poker but you know it is uh they have good food there as well so well alan hopefully we'll go to park sushi one day that I would be a nice sushi. place to go I, love sushi. I would love to go there with you that would be fun this is a good question what are your goals for you this year as a pro a team member of uh party poker to be a part of the team pro do you have any goals with party poker for the year 
Uh, well, I guess uh, a personal goal for myself is is to try to keep improving. Um, always prog- progress. Uh, that's my goal on in every aspect of my life. So progressing, studying, trying to become better, um, and just um, try to support the, the team party poker as much as I can. I mean, um, it's a, like I said, it's a really good thing to be a part of a team that's so supportive as a team online. So um, just as long as we keep that rolling, I think we'll be good. Absolutely. Um, do you don't you agree that poker is esports for adults and more gamers should transist? I'm not sure. I understand the question. There could be a, a translation issue there. We got Mario Zervudis. Um, I, I think I understand. It's uh, I think I think he meant like um, I think a lot of gamers would transition to poker eventually. I mean, uh, to be honest, like I, I, oh, I transition. Love right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I read it wrong. Yep. So um, I mean. I think as far as poker goes, I think that uh, poker is... Uh, I mean, you've seen a lot of players transition from gaming to poker. Uh, you've seen um, um, Griffin Benger, used to be a professional Counter-Strike player. Uh, LKA, he used to be a professional StarCraft player. There's so many personalities. They used to be amazing at gaming and then transitioned. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of people have a lot of potential, right? It's, uh, it's just about giving it a chance and um, see if it's or not. Poker can be really grindy, but uh, at the same time, I love grind. I love grinding. I love improving. I love getting better. It's uh, there's nothing quite like it. So. It really, it really is special. Poker is fun, man. You get deep in these tournaments. There's tough spots. Like you know, there's a reason some of these guys and girls you see just crushing it and doing really well. I mean, they put a lot of time and work, and they're comfortable and they're ready. And you know, a lot, a lot of situations come down to. Um, you know, you being able to make a decision that that is going to impact your result. You know, there's some luck and whatnot, but it really is a cool game. And when you feel like you put the time and effort into it and you there's spots and situations where you make great decisions, you know, it is it's really cool. It's a rewarding feeling. It's a fun it's a it's a fun thing. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, I agree with what you're saying again. Um, what skills do you find the most transferable from gaming to poker? From Simon Baker asking a great question. That's a good question. I think uh, the multi, like uh, multitasking and analyzing several things at the same time is something that uh, has helped me out a lot in poker. Uh, for example, in World of Warcraft and gaming, I've um, had to react to multiple things happening between, between um, an amount of milliseconds. So to be able to have even an extra amount of time in poker is even better. <laughs> so I get to like kind of like just like take everything out of like with a with a white lens and just kind of like just analyze spots and just kind of like see what what's going on. And um, I've been getting really uh, I've been getting a lot better at that. Just analyze, making sure that whatever I'm doing makes sense or whatever happening is uh, whatever is happening is making sense. So I guess the ability to analyze multiple things at the same time is something that comes uh um quite handy i guess uh being able to grind and study and crave to be a better player also comes from from being a gamer so that too absolutely all right so that's uh that that makes a lot of sense and for sure i think you have an advantage you know having the background and being able to multitask definitely is uh, huge you know being able to make decisions a lot of different decisions and information processing at one time no question about that um lots of players in social media praise specific lifestyles which help them at playing poker example meditating doing sports eating healthy food fasting which i now heard for the first time by ben c do you think this would improve your game or is it overvalued I actually don't know if you remember, but 
Uh, for the World Series of Poker, I used to fast all the time. It's something that I found uh, super useful. And uh, I would only eat uh, towards the end of the night after maybe 16 hours of fasting. So I guess that, keep, that kept me uh, with a clear mind, focus. And I was just, uh, I wasn't feeling like sleepy or kind of like, uh, like overburdened with kind of like just, just eating uh, food. So I think fasting is great. I also think that um, eating healthy and doing sports is, is something amazing for any aspect of your life. It's something I'm trying to improve as well. Like like you said before, man, we're juggling with so many things. Sometimes you neglect one thing or the other, but um, I am trying to, to make sure that I improve on that aspect myself. So uh, definitely a high priority for me on that. Absolutely. What is a question from Peter Kasai over here asking, was it a hard decision to leave the uni family? Um, it's, um, it's, uh, I mean, they're, um, I think he meant Unibet. Family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the Unibet family always treated me well. They, they showed me uh, what, uh, what, uh, what poker was about. Um, and, um, it definitely was hard for sure. But, um, I think, um, uh, looking at 2019, I wanted to kind of, um, find, uh, opportunities that would allow me to become a better player and to grow. Uh, prof- like uh, in the field professionally and I thought that uh, party poker would be a great fit for me besides having you Jamie Staples Matt Staples having an amazing team uh, to support each other to, to throw ideas off I think it was just um, a no-brainer choice I mean I love them and uh, they're always like great friends uh, but I really do think that um, the choice that I made was good that's yeah, no, of course, for sure. Sometimes it's sometimes not even about what, yeah, you got to take, you got to look and analyze everything and make the best decision. And sometimes it's not necessarily about the place that you were at or where you're leaving, but where, where you're going and what's, what's available and some of the opportunities and risks you have to take. I mean, I've also left some, you know, moved on from places and it's not usually the place that you're, that you're going from. It's sometimes what you're looking at and what your future holds and, and what, what they're able to offer and, and your goals and, and how they align. So, yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. It makes a lot of sense. Um, what was your biggest obstacle during the process of becoming a pro from Miguel Yankee Mex? Oh, that's a, that's an easy question for me. <laughs> so, uh, when being a streamer, uh, I've been streaming obviously for several years before I started playing poker. Kind of like you're not taught, but kind of like like to display all your emotions and just kind of like show the audience what's happening, whether it's something exciting, something crazy. But like you just go go like whenever you're gaming, you're just like, oh my god, what did just happen? So in in poker. I, I remember, I still remember it. The first hand, like, there was a hand where I had, like, the, the Stone Cold Nuts, and there was a guy, like, just kept betting into me, into me, like, every time, every time. And I was, like, I, I literally felt like my heart was going to get, get off my chest. I'm, like, oh, God, oh, God, like, so good. Like, how is this happening? I guess controlling my emotions was uh, what was possibly um, the hardest thing to control in, uh, in uh, between... Uh, going from uh, from gaming to kind of like a more professional setting. Emotions okay. in general are hard to control, um, even, even online. It's true. We got Jamie Nixon asking, when are you moving to the UK to make more steak? That must be a personal thing. Did you cook some good steaks? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, so uh, I know Jamie Nixon. He's a friend of mine. And uh, he, uh, well, he visited me uh, a few, I think a month ago. And I have a machine called sous vide. And... Um, 
which is basically you cook vacuum seal the, the steak or chicken and then you cook it uh, at a at, at a temperature for uh, underwater for about I don't know like a set amount of time pretty long periods here and um, and uh, the, oh my god the meat is amazing I have to cook for you sometime that's that's I, I wish I could cook I can't cook I gotta learn <laughs> I, I, that's that's one I don't have in my bag um, that's good to have uh, will you be attending the millions as in the party poker millions in the UK in 2020 I believe it's January do you have any plans on that since that's sort of in your neck of the woods I mean uh, I, I would hope so I mean uh, flights to the UK are only one hour away which makes it an amazing destination if you live in Europe so um, I also heard that the casino where they host the millions UK is also really, really nice. I'm definitely looking forward to visiting that casino and playing at some events there. Absolutely. We got, uh, that is one I got on my, I haven't been there either. The dust till dawn. That's Rob Young's joint. And I have heard great things as well. So I hope to be attending that. Uh, what is your favorite food? Roast full burger, Royal flush, all are correct from Oscar Hugo asking a question. What's your favorite? What's your favorite food? If it's not on that list, you could throw it out there too. What? Well, um, I think sushi is really, really good. But after saying that I had food poisoning for the past four days, I don't know if uh, I want to risk. Uh, I want to roll the dice with sushi yet. <laughs> uh, but but I think uh, a well-cooked steak is really, really nice. Not well done. Well cooked. <laughs> there you go. All right. And um, to be honest, I see you for the first time in my life. This is what this player looks like, maybe from Russia, saying, but please tell me how do you streams affect the quality of your game? Are there many hands that you would have played differently if you wouldn't stream? The same question to Jeff, if possible. Uh, I mean, I guess you can answer that question, too. I think, in my opinion, is that um, I definitely can play less tables at the same time while streaming because you're kind of like explaining all your actions that are happening. You're trying to interact with your community. And with everything that's happening with streaming, it's, uh, it's incredible, incredibly hard to keep up with everything so i usually downsize in tables when i'm streaming and um and just uh go from there sometimes i, I sometimes i do more sometimes i do less depending on the buy-in the higher the buy-ins the, the less tables i do to focus more kind of like a balance right there but yeah i mean uh, you're just adding more things to multitask which uh makes uh, the combination a bit more wobbly but hey nothing beats hanging out with your community right yeah, exactly. No, I think that's uh, how many tables when you play poker. What's your ideal table amount? Would you say you like to play when you're streaming? When I'm streaming, uh, six to eight. Oh, really? So you go for it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of tables. Uh, when when I play like two hundred plus spines, I probably scale down to four or five. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a fine line. I can't quite get it right. I want to play everything and, and stream, but it's I find it very difficult to focus, play well and and do that so I'm, I'm working on that myself trying to find the right number um how do you come up with your user username d nice in the house we did touch on this earlier hot 89 give it to us for those just joining yeah so hot it is a term in gaming uh that happens in world of warcraft which which is uh h-o-t is a heal over time spell uh and then whenever i used to and i used to be a healer in world of warcraft so uh whenever i healed someone um and i would throw a over time spill on him i was like hey you're hotted you're good and then eventually i was like i, I was just making a play of words and it's like hey you're not hotted i'm hotted i renamed myself to hotted and then um it was taken so i uh on youtube so i just eventually just did my birth year so the year you were born all right i get it i dig it there it is there's always there's the usernames are very powerful usually they have they have meaning they have context so that's good to 
get that out there and clear it up. There it is. Hot at 89. One of the biggest gamers there is, man. All around good guy and almost 300,000 on Twitch. That is a lot of, uh, oh, that's man. a big channel, man. That's, uh, that's huge. Closing in on Can't that. Wait to hit the 300K. Maybe during the KO series with a good run. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you plan, oh, favorite all time game? Good question. Favorite all time game? I guess, I mean, I've played World of Warcraft for a third of my life. So I guess I would say World of Warcraft. Loyal. I mean, I just have to. <laughs> Staying loyal to it. I like it. What was the okay. fastest tilt you've ever gone on a session? I guess, do you ever remember a session? where you just kind of like got on and stuff just was going wrong. You were like, wow, like this is, I got to stop regging or things are not right or, or nothing that comes out. No, I mean, I mean, definitely hit a wall at some point. I mean, sometimes like it's kind of insane where, where, where you get bad beats thrown at you like just left and right. But all you got to do is remember yourself. It's, oh my God. This happens every, like this happens to everyone else. So it's not your day. Just uh, reset. And just uh, come back the next day stronger. And harder, it's harder being said than done. But um, I think it's uh, it's something that is uh, doable. For sure, yeah. It's it's uh, tilt happens. You know, it's just it's good. It's inevitable. It just matters. It just matters how you deal with that because it's going to happen at some point. You're going to get a little visibly frustrated. Um, do you plan to play live tournaments or will you just play online poker? Asks Maxi Armano. Armano. Uh, I actually love playing live poker. Um, I do really well. Like, okay, I'm not I'm not shipping tournaments left and right on live tournaments, but um, I I believe that for my the way that I play, I think I I do quite well in live tournaments. So um, I definitely want to play more live events. It's really hard to manage everything, like I said, time wise, with flying over events, streaming, and just getting all things done. So whenever I can go to a tournament or to an event, I definitely do that. Um, I can't wait to go to the Canada event. I haven't played it live in a few months. And hopefully from there, we can, we can go to the Millions UK event. And then hopefully the Bahamas, which is uh, one of the most beautiful settings I've seen. And I can't wait for that stop. That's going to be fun. So you will, you will do that one, the Bahamas in November? Yeah, I really want to. Nice. Yeah, uh, Bahamas is great. And that's a, that's a sweet event. Um, some more great questions here. What has been your best achievement in poker? Um, my best achievement in poker, um, I guess, I guess my best feeling was uh, cashing the the main event. It's it's something that I mean I haven't been playing poker for too long. I've been playing poker since uh, mid 2016. So the fact that um, that I cashed, like I, I got really really close to cashing uh, in uh, the first time I played, uh, and I basically lost to a cooler. Uh, and then uh, and then afterwards, I cashed the main event uh, the year after. I think that that was a really, really good feeling. Also, my funny, funny story. My bust out video uh, on Twitter about me busting the World Series tournament in 2000, 2017 was the most viewed video on uh, WSOP on Twitter. <laughs> wow. That, that's... that's that's another thing. Like the gaming community supported me so much, uh, which made the whole journey amazing. I, I felt like I had the whole gaming community behind my back supporting me on that journey which which made things just infinitely better 
Absolutely. It's good. Yeah, it's that's part of it, too. It's it's nice that when you stream or you put content out, you know, you kind of you get people on a team you get engaged with that are that are riding with you the, the highs and lows. It's it's fun to be on a team when poker's a pretty, pretty uh, solo sport generally. But, you know, that's why with Twitch squad streams, that type of stuff streaming. It, it's fun. Um, you are presented as a content creator, gamer, streamer and a poker player. How do you see yourself? Put these in order of which describes you the most to the least of the Content creator, gamer, streamer, poker player. Interesting. Oh my God. Um, I guess content creator, content creator goes first. Everything relates to content creation, right? And then it creates a ramification. Um, uh, oh my God. Um, I guess I'm a gamer first, at least for now. It's, uh, I mean, gaming has been a part of my, part of my journey though, my whole life. So gaming will most, like, most likely, at least for now, for the next couple of years, be the biggest part of my life then uh what else uh streamer and poker player or? yeah it was a uh, content creator gamer streamer poker player and um i guess uh i guess streamer would go first because uh my like uh without my community i wouldn't be uh anywhere that i would be now and then i guess poker player at the moment is um on the bottom that but at the same time it's like those those options are really really hard to choose from and they're all super connected i mean poker is still a big part of my life and um i can't wait to see what happens next do you consider yourself a better gamer than a poker player because uh and it's asking because you think party poker noticed you for team online um better gamer than a poker player i mean that's the question yeah i mean i, I think I'm, I'm i'm definitely a better player than a poker player i mean i've i've invested uh, my whole life gaming and, and in order to become good at World of Warcraft, I spent countless hours uh, for five, six years before reaching the top. So, I mean, it all comes with experience and I hope to keep improving every day to become a better player. And how do you keep yourself motivated during a downstream downswing while streaming per se? Say you're like playing and sh just losing everything, not going well. What do you do? <laughs> how do you, how do you uh, deal with that? I guess the chat helps you a lot. It helps you to kind of like your set your mindset. They're pretty supportive. Um, you'll kind of try to tell yourself that that hey, it happens. Let's just try to move on. I mean, sometimes there's always just that take a break option. You know, take a break for the day and then come back tomorrow. Reset with a different mindset. Have you ever cut a stream like when it's just going so poorly before you were done playing? Do you ever like just say, guys, I'm I'm not feeling it, or have you, or do you just sort of usually ride it out? Um. I mean, I usually try to um, hit a certain time limit before I decide to reach that point. Yeah. <coughs> if things aren't going my way for like four or five hours, and I think I'm going to take a break. But I usually try to just keep going, saying like, hey, that's how poker is. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And try to just uh, keep adjusting, resetting, try to play the best of my abilities. Health is a really... A really messy thing that affects a lot of people so yeah it's definitely a real beast that's for sure next goals in poker we kind of had some goals earlier with party poker um do you have like a do you have a do you have a for amount like something in terms of a time played live events um yeah you've already cashed the wsop main i don't know i mean it's kind of hard get pretty ambiguous to just say goal in poker but anyway this has sort of been touched on is there anything like anything that you would say that you could put a goal that would be like a tangible numbers result like thing in terms of streaming hours or I don't know, or a, a live result to win a live event? 
I've actually won my first line live event uh, last year in uh, Dublin. I won a Hyper Turbo tournament uh, at one of the Unibit live stops. So I think now my time is to uh, to win one of the party events, All uh, right. at least side events. I mean, that's uh, that's what I want to do. Uh, that's definitely on my up the goal list. I like it. Montreal, right? We're here. Comments right now. Let's Why do not it. now? Um, what do you like to do? What is What do you like best? Create content, play a game, or be a business manager? Um, it's hard. I mean, creating content that everybody enjoys, is, is, it always makes me happy. Um, seeing how everything develops behind the scenes is a whole of its own. It's, uh, it's amazing to kind of learn how everything functions behind the scenes and how, to, how do everything just, uh, how the wheel keeps turning. So I guess, um, uh, I guess earlier in my life, I said maybe, uh, maybe a gamer or, um, and then slowly but surely, I think being like, a like, a like running my business, which is streaming in itself, um, and running my brand is, uh, it's something that I consider highly important. It's fun because I got to say myself, I, I kind of do a little of all that too. Like I enjoy, I mean, I don't know what to call business manager, but creating content's cool. I enjoy doing the content and then having it put out. Like I think it's fun to see clips and the other types of, um, you know, the other types of stuff that's going on. It, it, it's, it's, it's enjoyable, but like playing, there's nothing really like playing to me. I love just playing the twitch right like i love to actually be in the game there's kind of nothing like doing that but then like business manager side like you said negotiating deals talking to sponsors that kind of stuff's fun you know to sort of like all right i put a lot of work in now let's see like people want to utilize me or to represent me because then you, know, you kind of have decisions too because i'm sure you turn down a lot of stuff you want to represent you want to work with brands that you're aligned with that you feel you like you use their product you like their product so I, there is it's all kind of fun but like you said you'd maybe do too much and it's like it'd be nice to allocate dedicate um what's the word i'm sorry not dedicate uh what's what well, i'm dude I, I got a baby man delegate not dedicate yeah. delegate things but it's hard like especially when you enjoy it because then you kind of want to do it but there's only so many times in the day um my friend Luis r castillo asks how much was your first deposit and if he had to reload are you a one-off a one and done poker into the sunset or did you reload a few times uh, i reloaded a few times i uh i first started with a hundred dollars and then i uh, I, I, I started as a super wreck. I, I try to like just uh, have fun with it and then just um, take a little break after burning that. And then oh, I said, okay, this time I'm going to play more serious and then deposited 500. And then after that, I kind of start building off. So like, I guess like when I took off the mindset of, all right, I'm just going to punt things off and just try to run everything high variance. Uh, I think that's what, when things started uh, doing better. <laughs> I like it. What inspires you to play poker? Um, I guess we've said it before already. I think just uh, the the ability to keep improving. Uh, poker is at least a game like uh, that. No limit hold them. It's my favorite game, and I think that uh, that uh, being a game that is um, it has no skill cap and has so many components to it, and just allows you to keep improving over time. It's just um, it definitely definitely motivates me to to keep playing it for sure. I like this question from Matthias Kellerman. What is the longest session you have ever played live or online or both? What's the longest you've ever like sat down, started playing poker and went for it. You strike me as a sicko. You might have a <laughs> sicko mode in you. Well, online probably about 13 to 14 hours and on live I've played. Uh, so 
counting coaching sessions that I had before the main event. I guess like the main event is marathon. It's just it's crazy that you go day day after day after day after day for twelve hours a day, and then just uh, it's a grind fest. <laughs> just straight up, just uh, just keep going, keep going. Like afterwards, I was like felt so tired. I was like, okay, I need to take a small break and just relax. Yeah, no, man, I, I'm, I'm feeling a deep run. I mean, I haven't had a lot of great runs the last few years. I have one deep, deep run, but I, I the main event, busting the main, so salty. I just like, it's, it's just yeah. so bad. So, um, yeah, man, I, I hope we both go deep in the main this year. That's cool. Uh, what do you like more now, poker or gaming? How would you, how would you say, like, do you prefer one or the other? Or is it hard to really say that probably? Can't really say. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, if, if you if you say one one or the other, I guess gaming. But like I said, poker's creeping up really fast, and uh, my answer could 100% change within the next year or two. Yeah, we, we, you win the Montreal Millions main. I think we might we might have a little yep, shift. Yeah, yeah. That might that <laughs> might do it. Um, what kind of structure do you like most in tournament? Um, I like deep stack. I like uh, I like being able to slowly build up uh, your stack. Just um, doing correct. Uh, correct plays over time and just um um grind it out <laughs> i'm a grinder so uh, i love doing that respect i respect that uh what do you do to pull yourself out of a down swing have you ever had do you do you notice like if you feel like you're kind of going in the wrong direction do you stop do you talk some hands over do you look get a coach like what are your methods for if you think things need a little adjustment yeah luckily i'm surrounded with uh, a lot of people that are great at the game like i've had um Many people helped me throughout the years. Like um, Victor Blum was uh, one of the people that helped me at the beginning, try to like motivate me to keep playing poker. Then I had um, other great players such as Daryl Kearney, uh, Diva Byrne, and and um, uh, Freddie Freddie Berkman, along with Espen Bjorkstad, um, that have been helping me in and out, and just uh, just honestly being nothing but supportive, which is an amazing thing to 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 see. I mean, I'm. I, I used to be a complete Newman poker and the fact that they were so welcoming and uh, the poker community was so welcoming and helping me improve was, was just amazing to see to me. Absolutely. What, have you hired a poker coach for us? Um, I have bought uh, some courses, but um, I guess uh, as far as paying for a coach, I haven't yet. Um, I do buy them dinners when I see them at events. It's kind of a payment. It's kind of a payment, <laughs> but as far as a straight money transaction, I haven't done it. Okay. There's well, a lot of content. There's a, there's a lot of content online to watch. By the way, like if if you're if you don't have much budget, you can tune into Twitch streams, which is the thing that I did in the beginning, and it helps you a lot. And you can also um, uh, check out the online content. And there's different avenues for that. What's your favorite variation of poker? Um, I guess deep stack, but KO is pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. And the biggest tournament you've ever played live was at the WSOP main event, I imagine. Yeah, WSOP main was my biggest buying event. And what do you prefer, cash games or tournaments? Tournaments all the way. The fact that there is a prize for number one, that's uh, that's one of the things that I enjoy the most going after the trophy. <laughs> 
Awesome. Um, and Vic, let's, I, I want to talk about this before we do the giveaway here and let you go, because you've got to be a multiple podcast guest, so we'll, we'll have you on again. I know I'd rather do short and sweets than you know the marathons. We've got almost 90 minutes here, guys. Alan just recovering a cold, uh, for, well, not cold, but uh, food poisoning, kind of under the weather for a few days. So we really appreciate him be, being here. Talk to me a little bit about your experience with Victor Blom and working with him and, and what you learned from him. Yeah, I mean, uh, Victor is uh, an amazing guy. Uh, he's um, he's someone that I got to know in one of the intimate um, stops in London. Um, funny enough, I had no idea who he was when I met him. And we just hung out, just partied and had a good time. And then um, afterwards, he kind of said, like, hey, if you need help, just hit me up. So eventually, like a couple weeks later, I was like, hey, are you still up for helping me out? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll help you out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, OK, cool. Nice. So we started like. Uh, we started like going after uh, after some uh, some of the hands that I was playing, and he uh, he he kind of told me some stuff on how to get over um, problems in the game, and just um, kind of like a little bit of mindset stuff too that that definitely helped me out as a as a, as a beginner. And and he's he's a really busy guy, but I really appreciate the time that um, that he put in the beginning because it kind of like gave me confidence to to kind of believe that I I could possibly do it. So. That's that's huge. Yeah, Victor, obviously one of the more storied careers, that amazing win at Millions in Barcelona last year with that call and, and some of the, you know, playing some of the highest stakes and a lot of people's favorite players. So that's nice to have in your to have that that connection as well. Really nice guy. I like Victor a lot. Um, Alan, I think, you know, we've covered a lot, man. We're going to be doing some squad streams. People can follow you on Instagram, Twitter. You know, I'm just going to scroll through quickly here on the side so you guys can see Twitter, Instagram. He has his Twitch, Hot at 89 on Twitch, almost closing on 300,000, involved in Method GG. Stay Kings, we might see you on here if you guys want to buy a piece. Maybe we'll try to get that sorted out, uh, sorted in the future. Anything else you want to talk about? Party Poker Ambassador, Man of the World, traveler i'm gonna see you live in montreal i mean what else we covered a lot um anything else any shout outs anything you want to talk about uh else but i think we covered we got a we covered a bunch yeah i'm just i'm just looking forward to see the how the how the first uh party poker live event is i always heard, heard amazing things about the party poker live stops and uh i'm looking forward to playing the ko series that's coming up for party poker it's going to be a lot of fun uh satellites are huge uh are, are basically amazing party poker so make sure to check them out and um try them out all right i'm going to copy the link we're going to go over to the tweet draw and give people a few more seconds to retweet and ask a question but we kind of we got it uh we already got everything sorted out here. So we're going to go ahead and give away three $22 tickets to the KO. We're going to paste this in here. And then, Alan, I'm going to let you tell me when. So we're going to do three of these. You're going to draw on your finger. Party poker, giving them away. And we've got a little triangular thing going here. We're clicking. You're ticking. And party is shipping. They're giving the, the cheese. You're initiating it. And we're, we're doing this. So we got a team effort here. Uh, tell All me right. when to, to fire the first one. All right. Three, two, one, go. Boom. $22 ticket from TYP. Very nice, my friends. He has got a $22 ticket. We're just going to rapid fire it off here. I'll message him in a second. So tell me when. Three. Oh, you count, not me, you. Tell me when to Go. do it. Go. Go. Boom. TYP. Oh, Ivan Steele. Ivan Cito 26, I think, even live in the chat and asked a question. He's got, oh, he's got a nice, nice, uh, oh man, cards chat member as well. Well done, sir. That is a beautiful bank right there. Congratulations. And then on the last, the third, the final one, we're going to wrap it up right around an hour and 30. Tell me when someone's getting a $20 ticket. We might see him at the KO streets near us. Tell me when. Mm, 
Now, boom, he delayed it. He RNG'd it. Matik Patek is going to win it as well. Going to get the bank. He's got the Ben CB, I think, is his uh, background here. Looks like a serious grinder. He's got the party poker love. He's retweeting stuff. He's a man of the streets, and he has got a $22 ticket coming his way. So congrats to everybody. Everyone, if you want a piece, Steak Kings, I will have action up. Alan should have action up. We got my phone blown up. Wifey's calling twice. That might, that's that. I got to pick up pregnant. Well, not pregnant, but baby wifey. Alan Woodman. Thank you so much for being here, man. You're a legend. I always enjoy talking with you. I'm glad we got to do it on the podcast streets to forum. I'll see you in Montreal at the streamer sit and go. Let's go to Park Sushi. Let's take over the world 2019. I'll see you out there. Let's do some squads, man. Um, I'm going to be streaming Sunday. Maybe Sunday's tough, but I, I'll set my delay for five minutes. You know, maybe we can pop on later with, on Sunday or within the week, but I would love to do that. Thank you for being here, and we're going to talk very soon, man. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me. Later, brother. Alan Whitman, everyone, out of Berlin. Legend, member of the Party Poker team online and all around great guy. Seriously, give him a follow on the socials. He is a very entertaining, very genuine, and very nice guy, and you guys will enjoy his content. So thank you for, for being here. Thanks for you guys watching. We'll see you soon. And again, this is going out on Spotify, iTunes, all the major podcast platforms. We're getting everything digitally remastered with timestamps. That's coming to you for the future. Those will be rolling out as we speak. This was our number... 17 18 podcasts we're getting them going maybe 19 i'm not sure we're firing we're flowing we're showing we're going we'll see you soon thanks for listening to this episode it was brought to you in partnership with party poker go to partypoker.com to play tournaments cash games and improve your poker game make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes